Welcome, everybody, to We Geek Podcast. Today is Wednesday, July 6th. You're listening to us on the N.FM. And we're going to talk about some geeky stuff. Um, got not that much news. Um, you know, it's it, normally it's full of movie news, but there's not that much. It's been kind of a short week. Um, but I see you've been busy watching some movies. Yeah, I, I did quite a it, – they, it, they should put a plaque on the wall at my local marquee for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I, I saw you watched a whole bunch this weekend. Yeah, I did, I did four back to back to back to back. Oh, wow. Right? Yeah, okay. <laughs> had to tend to do that math in my head. I was like, wait a minute, how many movies? Four back to back. That's crazy. Oh man. So, how, well, how were they? I they were they were kind of a mixed bag. Uh, okay. Most of them were good. Uh, so that was a plus. Okay. Okay. Well, what movies did you see? Uh, I saw. Let me do them in order. Uh, I did. Now you see me too. The Conjuring two, Independence Day two. Uh, there's a theme here. Uh, and Central Intelligence. <laughs> oh, man, that's awesome. I, you know what? I've heard nothing but bad things about Independence Day 2, but I still want to see it. Um, we'll talk about it later. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's definitely – I don't know why, but it's like I need to see it for myself <laughs> kind of thing. Um, yeah, it was, that, was, that was kind of my mindset going into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know. Um, I, I don't – yeah, I'm trying to think – what are some upcoming movies? What's coming out soon? I think there's what Star Trek. Uh, yeah, at some point in uh, the near future. Uh, Star Trek's gotta be the next big one in Suicide Squad. Well, uh, well, uh, well uh, Ghostbusters. Oh yeah, yeah. I definitely want to see that in the theater too. I th- I think there's a lot of I don't know. There's a lot of heat that film's getting, you know, and it has to do with the fact that it doesn't look that good. Um. Stacked right. on everything else. Uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I think the original backlash, of course, was garbage. Uh, and then right. when they showed the first trailer, I was kind of like, aww. Right, it was disappointing. It was, it, it, you know, you didn't want to feed it because, yeah, a lot, a lot of people were insecure that it was a whole female cast and everything else. And, you know, I was like, okay, as long as it's funny, I, I don't care. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, the trailer, the, the first trailer looked bad. The second one looked a little bit better. I think it's going to be okay. You know, I don't think, you know, the, the trailer looks okay to me, if that makes sense. Um, and that's not good if you're a Ghostbusters fan, but I'll be real. I was never that big of a Ghostbusters fan. I think it was a, a year or two before my time. I think when we were born, it was like you were either a Ghostbusters fan or you were really into Ninja Turtles. And I was the kid that was always into Ninja Turtles. It was my brother that was two years older than me that loved Ghostbusters, if that made sense. I was, I was born after you and i grew up in a ghostbusters home oh that's weird (laughs) yeah yeah no i just it wasn't my thing it was all about ninja turtles and stuff um yeah 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 i don't know um that that just that makes me sad (laughs) yeah yeah i mean i thought the first one was good i didn't like the second one i Uh, not not a lot of people did that's fair yeah. (laughs) yeah um but i don't know i mean I'm trying to think of what other movies come out. I think there's. Uh, well, what's the the new Brian Cranston one? The inf- the Infiltrator, right? Infiltrator. Yeah, I might see that in the theater. That that could be interesting. I could go either way on where I want to see it, but I do want to see it. Yeah. One thing I am gonna watch this week though is that Marco Polo season two just dropped on Netflix. Um. So I'm pumped for that. I don't know. Did you ever see the first season? I didn't. No. 
Oh man, it was good. It was one of those like it took an episode or two to kind of get your get your footing. Um, but I loved where it went. I loved the actors in it and just what it built up to. And I love those like historical shows where it was like just completely different time period. Just just this, you know, and, and it was such a I don't know. It just it, it's epic. Um, and, and I absolutely loved it. So I'm, I'm curious to see what they do with season two. Um, I don't know. I, I'm excited for that. Uh, I'm surprised it got a season two, too. You know, as a. <laughs> Well, cause it, yeah, because it was really expensive, wasn't it? Yeah, it was super expensive, um, and I'm just surprised it did, but, you know, I loved the first season. I wanted a season two. The way the f- first season left off, I was like, no, I need to see what happens after this. Um, and it's just really cool. It's it's definitely a story of a you know, stranger in a strange land, pretty much, and uh, it's, it's great. Um, but, yeah, I started watching uh, – God – I haven't watched much this week, actually. I caught up with wrestling. <laughs> um, but that's about it, dude. Like, I, I haven't seen any movies, really, anything. I played a game called Inside. I'll talk about that later. Oh, nice. The, uh, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it's only for Xbox. Um, it's the people who did Limbo. Limbo. That was, I couldn't, I couldn't remember what the, what their first one was. Yeah, and it's, I never really played Limbo. Um, and... You know, I was, I don't know what I was doing, and I saw that, like, IGN gave it a 10, and all these other, you know, gaming sites, and people were just talking about how great it was, the giant bomb cast. They were like, yes, this is perfect. Um, they gave it, like, the full five stars or whatever. Uh, and, like, every site was either 9, 9.5, 10, so I was like, okay, I got to check this out, and it was, it's super fun. Um, it's short. I guess uh, Limbo was short too. From from my memory, I don't think I ever finished it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's short. I mean, it's maybe four or five hours. Um, but the jeez, me- the mechanics in it. Like, I don't want to spoil anything. Um, but it it really made me think. Like, I, I I was like, okay, this is like a platformer. Oh, there's little puzzle things that you have to solve in order to move forward. Things kill you in really grotesque ways. Um, and like the way you use the environment, it's like a 2.5 D the way you use the environment, the way things work. And again, I don't want to spoil anything, but it gets crazy and, and uh, it never really repeats itself. It kind of teaches you something. And then maybe the next puzzle you'll see kind of the same thing, but it's different. And you're like, okay, how do I manipulate this? And so like, it's, it's hard to explain, but it's really fun. Nice. Yeah, and it was like twenty bucks or something, so it was, it was a good time. Um, playing some Rocket League. We need to play some multiplayer Rocket League. So you get your trophy. Yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, how was your fourth? I was good. I I worked, so it oh. was fun. Yeah, you know, I hung out with the fam, um, my grandfather, and then went and saw my mom and my brothers and stuff, and then went uh, to a lake here, Lake Yola in Orlando. Um, Watched fireworks and hung out with a bunch of friends and stuff. It was fun, uh, but yeah, dude, uh, it, it's, I never really go out for Fourth of July anymore. But I was like, you know what? Need to get outside. Need to do something. <laughs> um, but it, it, I'm glad I did it. It was a lot of fun. And I kept talking to my buddies that I went with there. One of my friends, good friends that I went with, um, he's into wrestling, and he brought along his buddy, 
and he's really into wrestling. So, like, we ended up talking about that for, like, 30 minutes when we were walking from place to place. Nice. And, uh, yeah, yeah. It was really fun. And, you know, because I, I, if you guys don't know, I live in Orlando, so I, I know WrestleMania is coming here. And so we were kind of just planning. I guess he wanted, he can get tickets for uh, cheap. So I was like, all right, let me know whatever you need. Let's get them all together. So when we go, or you know, we have all the same seats and whatnot. Right. Yeah, so that might be a thing. We'll see, but that that'd be awesome. First wrestling event, WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a hell of a way to start. Like, <laughs> right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and do and I'm and I'm telling you, do the Monday Night Raw the night after. That like WrestleMania is a big spectacle and everything, and it'll be awesome. The Raw the following night, which will still be in Orlando. You oh wow. You have to go to that. You you absolutely must. The Raws after WrestleMania have become legendary. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yes. I didn't know that. Okay, definitely. Yes. You that's I would do like if somebody gave me a choice, they were like, you could have a mediocre ticket for WrestleMania or you could have a great ticket for Raw the following night. I would do Raw the following night. Yeah. No, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, you oh uh, you've gotta that's that is an absolute must. It won't be like they're not going to hold it. I get where are they doing it? Like it wouldn't be. Well, they're doing it at the Citrus Bowl for WrestleMania. I imagine it will be at the Amway Arena. Yeah, it'll uh, be the Amway for Raw. That's right. that. You've got to do that. You have to do Raw the next night. Right, right. Not not and... not just because like the the actual show will be awesome, but those crowds. Jesus, they started a few years ago in where was it? I guess when they did it in at the Meadowlands. When they okay. did Mania at the Meadowlands, they did Raw the following night. I don't know where. And that was where Fandangoing got started. And oh, everybody wow. was like, what the hell is this crowd on? Is there something in the water? What is this? And every year, the night after WrestleMania, the crowds at Raw have just been, have, have tried to one-up each other every year. It's 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 insane, and, it's, and I love it. Yeah, it's like the af- after party. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I definitely want to check it out, man. Um, I'm pretty excited. Uh, yeah, dude, I, I I had a blast fourth. Um, and yeah, man, just been hanging out. Um, uh, yeah, it's been a week. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, dude, we okay. So we've talked a lot about what we've been doing. Let's get into some news, and then we'll 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 kind of come back to the movies and everything, the games and whatever we played. Um. We don't have that much movie news, um, but right off the top, uh, we got uh, Pacific Rim Two. It's actually happening, <laughs> um, and it gets a release date February twenty second, two thousand eighteen. Twenty third. Twenty third. Oh, I read that wrong. Whoops. But yeah, the twenty third. So yeah, it's, it. We went for a couple months there where we didn't have any Pacific Rim Two news, and I, you know, I felt a little lost. I was like, I don't know what to do. Oh, yeah. We oh, don't yeah. have any updates on, like, it's happening, it's not happening. It could be happening. Here's some art for this thing that might be happening. It's not happening. Hey, it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, do, are you familiar with Jesse Cox, like Total Biscuit Jesse Cox, those YouTubers? Not, um, not really. Real fast story uh, that I heard. Jesse Cox, huge YouTuber. I think he has, like, the most subscribed people on Twitch. Um, he got to start with Total Biscuit, really, when they did... Uh, World of Warcraft, Kata. Anyways, big deal. Um, he went to E3, um, and of course he gets behind the scenes and all the other stuff. And he was on a plane. Apparently, ran into John Boyega, Boyega, 
Now, Jesse Cox also has like a podcast that has nothing just is Star Wars books. Him and his buddies get around and talk about Star Wars books. All the new ones. Huge Star Wars fan said, oh my god, I gotta meet John Boyega, and it was not a good experience. Really? I, I had no idea. Apparently he has a huge ego. Really? And I, I've never heard of this. I, And then I went and looked it up online, and it's, yeah, it's, I guess it's like everywhere. Um, I had no idea. I guess just because of what happened with, you know, his big deal with star wars and it's kind of disappointing you know um and he's he kind of was like never meet your heroes that was basically jesse cox's thing he was like never meet your heroes because it's just not fun i guess he was on a plane and he he saw john boyega and he was like hey man i'm a big fan and he just looked at him and said no and turned his head <laughs> i was like oh my god that sucks oh man yeah well gonna... i mean i mean yeah that sucks but like how like so many so many like acting heroes especially like Harrison Ford is kind of famously not a real warm and fuzzy person for example right. oh yeah exactly and that's the thing I kept thinking I was like when you see them in front of cameras they seem so nice and humble um, and legitimate except for you're, you're right Harrison Ford anywhere he goes he doesn't, he doesn't, he, he doesn't give a shit yeah, he doesn't give a shit. And I just thought, oh, that kind of sucks. Like, it, maybe it is true. Don't meet your heroes. They'll disappoint you. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I thought that was interesting. I was like, oh, it kind of deflated, you know, a little bit for him. But I'm interested to see him in um, in that because that's going to be like Star Wars. We, you know, he, he did a film or two before this, right? So that, that was popular. Star Wars was the breakout hit for him. So it's going to be interesting seeing him tackle another major franchise, right? Yeah. Or, or something that, that they're hoping is a major franchise. Right, 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 right. Uh, it's definitely got me excited about it. I mean, I, I we, this has been well documented. I thought the first one was okay. I didn't think it was this great thing that everyone else did. But this got me interested when I was like, oh, he's going to be in it? Okay, I'm down. That sounds great. Um, but we got some Wreck-It Ralph news. Uh, Disney confirmed sequel is in production. Will release March 9th, 2018. Did, did you see the announcement video for this? I didn't. Tell me about it. That's the most awkward thing ever. <laughs> what was it? Because well, it was, it was. I think it was was like the the director and and the writer or co-directors. I forget who they were. And they're like they're they're talking about hey we're so and so for Disney and we have this exciting news blah 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 and then like John C Riley just kind of walks through the shot and then they're just and he's just like hey guys and like hi John and then they go back to talking about the thing and then he walks through like twenty seconds later I was like oh that's cute that's real fun blah 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 and then like when it comes time to actually announce the thing. And he's standing there, and he's got the big Wreck-It Ralph hands on and everything, like pink Hulk hands, basically. Mm -hmm. And it's like the most unenthusiastic thing ever. <laughs> it's it's kind of sad, like especially from from John C. Riley. Like he's I, you would think he would just kind of be bouncing off the walls, electric, right? Usually, anyway. But like I, it it was like he was trying really hard to be excited and was just it. It was like he was just spinning his wheels. Yeah. And I and like that that made me sad because I was like John, where's the energy? Come on, man, excited. You know, I'm gonna wreck it. Come on, let's have it. And they <laughs> had right. the 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 one thing they did like at the very end was kind of neat because they were like they did like a big three count. It was like come on because he did like I'm gonna wreck it. 
They're like, no, John, more energy. And he's like, okay, I'm going to wreck it. They were like, no, 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 come on, a real big one on the three. And they did one, two, three. And he did it, and there was a bunch of kids in a room behind this fake brick wall that they built that he smashed through with the big hands. And I was like, that was like a neat little end point on it. But the yeah. rest of the announcement was just kind of like this. I don't know. It's kind of awkward. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, you know, did they mention anything what's what it's going to be about or who's going to be like any video game characters they're going to pull from? I No, they didn't. I really hope they go because – I, I I've seen the first one. I don't know if I've seen it all the way through. I wanted because they got like the rights to do Sonic and all these other things. I wanted them to dive into those worlds, like Street Fighter, like get weird with it. Yeah. Um, kind of like a Roger, you know, Roger Rabbit, uh, Who Framed Roger Roger, but like an animated movie. But then they jumped into like a fake Halo, a fake uh, Gumdrop world or something. Like no, no, no. I hope in the next one it's like nope him and you know what's his face egghead or something uh, eggman is gonna be like like i hope it's he's entering the video game worlds if that makes sense of these like popular franchises right more more so than just like oh hey i'm sitting here with with one of the ghosts and zangief and satan like, right exactly uh, it's pronounced satin i'm sorry <laughs> they Wait, did so that how do you pronounce it satin satin I, okay. I can't believe they did that in a disney movie <laughs> Right, right, That's right. So ridiculous. I just hope that when he enters the Street Fighter world, they're like, "Wait, where's the rest of it?" And they're like, "Well, it's coming. It's coming in a few months. Right. Oh, it's not finished oh, yet." Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> like that would be great. See, they need to play with stuff like that. That would be great. Uh, speaking of Street Fighter, I was thinking about getting that. It was like forty bucks the other day. Oh yeah. And now it has like all the uh, story mode and everything else. Um, I don't know. It was between that and Lego Star Wars, and I might go with Lego Star Wars. Uh, yeah, you'll go Lego Star Wars. Yeah, it's got like two hundred. I don't know. Oh, and I saw that the uh, uh, Lego Dimensions was on sale for like forty or fifty bucks, fifty three bucks or something. Yeah, yeah, I got burned on that once. I'm, you know, once bitten, twice shy. <laughs> You're good now. You're like, no, 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 no. I tried the collectibles thing with Disney, and it's possibly never-ending roster of characters and all this cool. Oh, they're going to stop producing it. Well, fine. Bite me. Yeah. See, there's there's no way I can do that because I looked at the Lego Dimensions. I'm like, that's a cool game, but to play the Ghostbusters thing, you got to spend $20. Just to, to play the well, Scooby-Doo level, you got to spend $15. Like, it's, and it's like – I don't want that. Yeah, it's at all. it's toys, and it's 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 the next version of action figures, basically. Right. And exactly. that's you know I have and look you know more power to them. I have no problem with that. It's just not. I, I thought it was for me, and then it was like, oh, now these things are gonna sit in a box. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, I I, I the I, see, I, I'm a fan. Like, there's it's been well documented. I'm a fan of the. Uh, the Lego games, so like some of my guilty pleasure games, but I I don't want to spend sixty dollars on them. I, I the Star Wars one, I'll probably wait until it's thirty, forty bucks maybe. Um, usually it's thirty bucks within like six months, <laughs> so um, and I have no problem doing that because I don't know they're fun. But uh, oh, okay, all right, sorry, back on track. <laughs> we got uh, some Dark Tower news. Uh, first images revealed of Matthew McConaughey as the Man in Black. Did you see these? I did. Man, he looks creepy. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> he's, he's, yeah. Like. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Um, this news 
was fantastic when I saw this. I thought it was a joke at first, but uh, Anna Kendrick uh, says she wants to be Squirrel Girl, uh, stars as Squirrel Girl in any upcoming uh, Marvel film. Yeah, that was definitely one of those headlines where you're like, oh, somebody thought this would be a cute joke because she would kind of, yeah, this seems like something she she could do. And then you're like, no, she kind of flat out was like, well, I like Squirrel Girl. I could do that in a movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure someone showed her and she was like, oh, that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that has to happen. I, I can't imagine in the next year or two we don't get a cameo for a Squirrel Girl. Well, I mean, they're putting her in a new Avengers book. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, she has her own series. Yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah, like, she's a pretty big character right now in the comics. I mean, I think she, she's most famous for taking down Doctor Doom. And Galactus. And Gal- or was Galactus? What, what am I thinking? Yeah, like, okay, she, I beat, was... she beat Doom, too, but... She's okay, beat... okay. Yeah, that's the thing, like, she's beaten, she's beaten Doom and Galactus and Thanos. And Wolverine. And Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, like, I think that's awesome. She would be perfect for squirrel girl <laughs> like that has to happen um and you know it's a, it's another funny person getting in those films like she's she's a huge actress so yeah that yeah, would be awesome and that would just be like a great the best lead-in for that would be like a throwaway line in the spider-man film just <laughs> you know just great like now we've got we've got ant-man we've got spider-man what's next squirrel girl and then car- and then carry on. Thank you, J. Jonah Jameson. Like that's and then you know leave it at that. So people in the audience freak the hell out. Everybody <laughs> else is funny. like, it'd be funny if someone's like, no, that that's already a thing. Oh, hold on, look. Right. Oh my. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? Like that. That'd be great. <laughs> Robbie just kind of slides that article across, like, uh, Jonah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that'd, that'd be great. That that ha- that's gonna happen. That's almost guaranteed to happen unless she like asks for too much or something like that um but yeah that's awesome um uh go ahead and take the next one yeah um jim morris who's the president of pixar uh talked about how they're kind of like we've had this spate of sequels now and everything but they're they're done with that they're done with sequels uh his words were unless i got to quote here uh unless the director of the original film has an idea that they like and are willing to go forward on now, I like this for two reasons. One is because we've had enough sequels. Let's move on. Yep. Uh, yeah, after, what, Toy Story 4 and The Incredibles 2. Like, those are the, those are at the end of this bunch of, like, hey, you wanted new ones, and so here you go. Mm-hmm. Um, but also where he's like, unless, not unless we have a good story, but right. unless the director of the original film has a good story. I like that. Like, that's, yeah. I really like that sentiment. Mm-hmm. Because it it doesn't just speak to, to, from a business standpoint of like, hey, you know, we don't have to rely on these same properties over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, we, you know, it's like we have, we, not just we like the idea of doing something different, but we, that's what we want to do is keep making different, new, excellent stuff. And then there's the, the, the kind of, the nod to artistic integrity of saying, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're not going to just grab this from somebody and run with it. You know, right. if that, if that director says, Hey, I've got this cool idea, then we'll take a look at it. Then we'll see what we want to do with it. I mean, and if it's something that, that they feel passionately about, then, then, you know, who are we to get in the way? Yeah. Yeah. No, I absolutely. I'm all for that. Uh, that was one of the best things about the Pixar movies is, 
they always seemed different. They always seemed new. Everyone, it, every single one of them was a completely different story. And then they started getting into the sequels with Toy Story. And then... Well, but that but that worked. Like, Toy Story 2 wasn't bad. Mm, uh, I didn't like it. I liked the third one. Yeah. Um, the, the, big, the big criminal in this was Cars. Yeah. That oh, was yeah. where it went to hell. Because Cars itself, yeah. Cars 2 was awful. Planes was terrible. Planes Fire and Rescue was terrible. Like, they're, they were like, we've got this thing, and kids love it, and so we have to spin this off 12 times. God, it's awful. I didn't know there was a Planes Fire and Rescue. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. There yeah, was, they, they, that's... they did Cars, and then they did a sequel to Cars, and then they did a spinoff from Cars, and then they did a sequel to the spinoff from Cars. As yeah. just, no, no. Yeah. It reminds me of like DuckTales. Right. <laughs> it was Tailspin. What was the what was the DuckTales spin-offs? It was Tailspin, right? No, 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 no. Yeah, it you was. Had... No, it wasn't. Tailspin? Yeah, Tailspin. Oh no no. What was that? That was the uh, jungle book spin-off. Right, right. Right, right, right. Okay, so what was Oh, Darkwing Duck. Darkwing been... Duck, yeah, but Darkwing Duck but that those are bad examples though, because those were awesome. I know, I know. God, I would love like a Darkwing Duck or Tailspin movie. Oh, don't do. Be careful saying these things out loud, man. Right, right, right. Oh man, what was the relationship with Tailspin and, and Jungle Book? Were they like cousins or something? I, that wasn't it, Baloo as the pilot, right? Well, that was his name. Was it Baloo? That yeah, I don't know if it was. I hope it wasn't the same one, but I. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was it was a giant. It was a bear named Baloo. It was like Baloo who got really into Casablanca. <laughs> I apparently, like, <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I just... oh, okay. So yeah, a concept occasionally featured on Disney's successor Ducktales. Um, I guess I he guess he showed up on Ducktales. So technically, I am right. It is a spinoff of Ducktales. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll read this later. But yeah, no, I, I I knew it was around the same time. Um, oh yeah, yeah. There was all kind. Of, well, because I mean, that was like they, you know, we got. That was when we got you know the Mighty Ducks, which oh was, yeah, that you want to talk about spinning off in a whole different direction. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh I don't know. That was uh, great. They, I don't know. Alien some... shows were so good back. Then. Right. Maybe we're just what is it rose petal glasses, but yeah. come on. I I don't know. I miss SWAT cats. That was one of my favorites. Yes, ones. yes. Oh yeah. The video game was awful, but the show was great. <laughs> yeah, they basically tried to just make every animal into like it's it's the Ninja Turtles what started, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think I think so. Well, and and I think I don't know. I think something like the Jungle Book too. Yeah, that's true. I think true. that was and, – and I think I think what, what brought it into to like 80s, 90s animation was definitely Ninja Turtles though. Right, they right. Were, they were like, hey, we have we have animals that are talking and walking. Let's, we can make it kind of take that spin on it. Right, and just keep going with it and do just beyond outrageous things. And then you get gargoyles and so – Oh, yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> Yeah. kind of – I don't know. There's – Was it Biker Mice from Mars? Oh, I loved Biker Mice from Mars. Right, oh man! Uh, and there was a uh, what were the street sharks or street, something? Uh, yes, yes, street sharks. Where Vin? Di did you see the the promo they released of like young Vin Diesel hawking the toys? Yes. Oh, it's just <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Oh yeah. Well, hey, got to take a quick break. We'll be back. We'll talk more about movies, and uh, then we'll get into some TV. 
right, again, you're listening to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. See you guys in a minute. Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. Not really much movie news left to talk about. We we both just saw that trailer for Daniel Radcliffe's uh, Imperium, um, which looks pretty good. I mean, it looks creepy. Uh, uh, I guess he uh, he's an informant, infiltrates um, uh, look like what the KKK or neo Nazis or something like that. Right, some some white supremacist group. Yeah. Right, right, and it looks it looks good. Like you know, he uh, it's funny how he can go from a movie about a farting corpse to that right <laughs> it's like a completely different yeah i like that i i think that's cool um so we'll see i mean the last kind of movie that reminded me a lot of like american history x or something yeah there was there was definitely that kind of vibe yeah 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 um so the way the tone of the trailer was just like this is creepy but yeah all right so um, not really much else news to talk about. There was some stuff about, I guess, Star Trek's 1975 Rottenberry's movie scripts had just crazy shit. Like, Kirk apparently was punching Christ and Hitler was touring the Enterprise. And there's a whole article on ain'titcoolnews.com. It was, it's just like a list of his batshit crazy ideas. <laughs> well, um, and, and sometimes that's the process. Like, you just, oh, yeah. you find how far out there can you go. And you, you know... Or at least I hope that you know, as you get like crazier and weirder and stranger. Yeah. And, oh yeah. And so then you can look at it and say, you know what, a lot of this is completely mental. But hey, there's something. There might actually be one or two things in there that you're like, I wouldn't have thought of that if I hadn't gone all the way to the end. <laughs> oh yeah, and I should put some context to that. Like apparently Kirk met a, a an alien species who can shapeshift and he went to the form of Jesus and he asked Kirk if he knows him. He says he does. And I guess Kirk realized he was an alien. So he punched him in the face. <laughs> so like there's some context. It makes a little bit more sense. Um, but yeah, that's, it, it's, it's interesting. You know, it was like, how far can we go? And I'm sure like the studio was like, well, let's, let's leave Hitler out of this episode. Probably not good. Let's put Churchill or something, somebody else in there, right? Yeah, you know, exactly. or Einstein or someone else. Um, you can, you can just was... hear him on whatever planet they're on. He's not the Messiah. He's a very naughty alien. <laughs> right. Exactly. Oh man. Um, but yeah, so, um, not much else movie news to talk about. Um, uh, but we can get into some TV news. Um, let's see here. Uh, we have some star news. Uh, stars. The network was bought by Liongate for $4.4 billion. Well, now we know where all the name of the wind stuff's going to go. We do. I don't know how <laughs> I feel about that. <laughs> well, they – look, they're, where else was it going to go? Either they were going to have a licensing deal with – one of these other networks that wasn't HBO because it was never going to be on HBO or they could buy out the premium channel that most cable subscribers tend to give away. It's either this or epics mm -hmm. that gets just kind of tossed in. If you, if, if you've ever, if you ever have a problem with your cable company about their service, call and complain and they will give you epics or stars for free mm -hmm. every time, every time. Right. Uh, so look, here's here's their network. Not to mention, this is another avenue for their film distribution. 
right. instead of instead of having to work out again. They don't have to work out deals for for the Hunger Games or or any of this other stuff they've got going on. They they can say, all right, we own we have our own channel now that we can put this mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, I think I know something else comes with stars. They own something else. Is it Epics? I don't know. There's, there is something else. I know there is. Uh, it's it's gonna take me a minute to find it, but I know there's another. It's not uh, reels. I think. I think reels is the other one. Right. I don't know. I'll have to look. But I mean, that's you know now they've got that that direct line. They've basically just cut out the middleman. They were like, we don't want to pay you to like the the distribution charges and everything. We're just gonna buy you. Uh, <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. It, it, the, you know, <clears throat> AMC started somewhere. Of course, HBO started somewhere with the original programming. My 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 hope is that with this kind of deal, they get serious about original programming. I can't think of maybe there's what was it Outlander, Spartacus, Spartacus. Okay, so yeah, th- well, yeah, that and was Out- something. Uh, yeah, and Outlander now, sure, yeah. I'd never seen Outlander, but I heard it was good. Um, yeah, you know who knows? Maybe this is where they get they start to get really serious about. I know though I, I, I'm saying that ignorantly because I just haven't seen really their original programs, um, except for Spartacus, and I just didn't like Spartacus. I thought I, you know I watched it with one of my friends. She was into it. Um, of course, there's a bunch of guys that are just completely half naked the whole time, you know, fighting around with each other. She loved it. I was like, it's it seemed like they were trying to do 300 the TV show. And the animation was not good. Um, uh, and then it grew on me the more I watched it. But, you know, if they do Name of the Wind on it, I just, you know, I guess they could do it. You know, I, I want to watch Outlanders to see, because that's like a recent series they've done, right? Yeah, still still going. Just picked up for a third season, I think. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. I'll check that out then, see what it's like. Yeah, um, they, they've, got, uh, they've got stars encore and movieplex those are the three okay gotcha yeah i never really venture outside of hbo when it comes to those kind of channels um that's that's the thing most people don't like a lot of people forgot that cinemax and showtime are still a thing kind of right right i'd say behind hbo maybe cinemax is the biggest one when i was a kid it was skinemax (laughs) but I, i think i think showtime showtime well just because they use they have more programming I mean, oh, okay. they've they've got things that I can't name off the top of my head because I don't know, but like they they were were always the kind. Of, what are they? Nurse Nurse Jackie's on Showtime, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, it's on Netflix now too. Yeah. Actually, well, there's it, some stars stuff on Netflix. Maybe. Hmm. I know oh. they're used to, like Spartacus used to be on Netflix, and Showtime is a CBS network. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, CBS. Gotcha. That's why, that's why during the writer strike a few years ago, they put really heavily edited Dexter on CBS. That's right. That's if, right. I remember that. And if anybody, if you can find it anywhere, it's hysterical. Yeah, I remember my grandparents watched it. And were like, "This is interesting. This is different than CSI and stuff." And then it was only like one season they showed on. Yeah. It. I was like, "You can watch the regular one, but you might not like it." <laughs> yeah. That's uh, the thing about Dexter. That could have easily been a PG-13 show if they really wanted to. Um, sure. I mean, they really – they wouldn't have had to tone down an awful lot. 
Yeah, his sister just wouldn't be able to say fuck a lot. Um, they'd have to, you know, cut out some of the the, the nude scenes and a little bit, calm down a little bit with the. You just showed a little bit off scenes with him killing people, and that would have been perfectly fine in 2016. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we have shows about the devil and. You know, uh, there's shows like Preacher out there. Like, <laughs> it could have worked. <laughs> yeah, and the ending would have been just as disappointing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my buddy's watching it right now, and he's, like, going through it, and all of his, like, he's in a group chat, and all of his little references have to do with uh, Dexter and stuff, and I'm like, dude, that is so long ago. <laughs> like, you're making all of these old references like it's new. Yeah, uh, oh, he's going to be pissed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh what's his name oh man my mind just went blank um the guy from 30 rock um john uh he's on dexter he was the best bad guy on dexter oh um oh oh um um john starts with an l lithgow lithgow yeah yeah oh man i couldn't think of it um third 30 rock uh third rock from the sun third rock thank you yeah and i was like once you get to that and that ends that just shut it off just don't go back um maybe tom hanks son that was a pretty cool uh season yeah he was all right he was okay but i definitely cut it off after that That, that's no don't go anywhere else like i i would i would i would say people watch the entire season but when it looks like it's supposed to end stop (laughs) yeah like that on that one fade out where you're like, oh, I think that's the end. Stop immediately. Do not yeah. go any further. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Oh, man. All right. So speaking of shows and stuff, uh, CW, uh, network, Network's deal with Netflix is finalized. Series will begin streaming eight days after the finale. So, yeah, the the Thursday of the week after the Arrow series season finale, the show will be on Netflix. <laughs> That is crazy. It's like the, the the mentality was they waited until literally the week before the next season to start streaming it because they wanted to sell the DVDs and the Blu-rays. Right. But I think they've just gotten like, nope, we'll make more deal getting it on Netflix um, well, early. Well, I've got to imagine that box sets are are on the way out. Not oh, not not immediately, I'm sure, but I mean streaming is the way to go. Whether you get it through Netflix or or iTunes or Amazon Prime or any any, you know, pick a service, any service. Right. That's... Who wants to put a disc in a device? I can't tell you the last time I put a disc in my PlayStation. Yeah. You know, uh, imagine what more they could have put in your PlayStation if it didn't have that drive. Yeah. I don't like know. I memory still... or, or graphics, like that, that space there. <laughs> just, I don't know. I, I think in a few years that's all, that's really on its way out just with digital streaming. I mean, I, I know, I know a lot of people in the country don't have high speed internet and stuff like that. I get it. Um, but like you said, dude, it's really on its way out. More people are streaming now than ever. You have iTunes and Amazon and and Netflix and, and Hulu and all of these vo- options that, you know, Netflix per month is what ten bucks, nine, nine, ten, I nine, nine dollars, and there's so much content in that. Um, yeah, God, you go go watch the whole thing. Gilmore Girls, OC, Arrow, Flash, tons of documentaries, um, anime, like it's it's full of stuff. It's it's so much content that, yeah, yeah, I I, I could definitely see 
people I haven't collected box sets really in years um, and it's because of that you know I can go watch the entire show of Lost on Netflix if I want to yeah I, I still like I still like my Blu-rays I, I like I like the just just because I like special features and right they're 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 slowly bringing that more and more to digital copies but oh, no. but that's that's lagging way behind Oh yeah, like I, I mean, I saw Kevin Smith post a photo the other day of like a Sunset uh, movie store or whatever, Suncoast movie store. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, "This is like one of the last ones out there," and it's so true. Like, if you would have talked to me in two thousand and four, two thousand and five, I was buying movies all the time, and I think the only movie I purchased in the last year on like Blu-ray is Star Wars. Mm. Everything else I've rented. I've streamed, I've uh, gone to the theater to see, because it's, <laughs> I don't know, it just, it seems like renting it for a dollar or two bucks, or getting a red box, or, you know, doing a, just, just a better option, or, you know, on demand. On demand has, like, every episode for the last, like, ten weeks. <laughs> right. You know, so if you're behind, you're okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's crazy to think about. Well, and I mean, not to mention DVRs have so much more space now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You can record like 10 shows at a time or something. Some ridiculous thing now. It's it's insane. And I, you know, you look at something like this and you have to wonder, is this, are we looking at a bubble here? I know we, you know, I, I always wondered, like, are we, are we on a, are we in a comic book movie bubble? Like, are we just waiting for this to pop? And I I think there are enough that fail mm-hmm. that it that it keeps it stable. You know, for every for every Civil War we have a Batman v Superman. Oh yeah. For for oh, yeah. every for every Deadpool we still have a three hundred every now and again. Well that's that's the thing. We still have studios that are doing quality work. So right. we still have Disney doing quality work with their comic book movies. There are studios that are just not cutting it with comic movies. Batman, Warner Brothers used to be the top of it with the, yeah. the with the the three Batman films, and now they've taken such a misstep that you 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 see it in the interviews and the people who went and like when they apparently we talked about this before, where Zack Snyder picked uh, the people who gave his movie a bad review like IGN and whatever, and flew them out to England to show them all of this new stuff. And they're like, we, we get it. You didn't like the first one. We want to show you how we're changing it. Like they realize, oh crap, that was such a misstep. Like people don't want dark, 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 dark the whole freaking time. Um, as long as there are studios out there that are doing good things, I'm sure, I'm sure it'll be fine. Um, yeah, you just, you worry about, about saturation. That's the big problem. I oh, mean, yeah. look at, you know, look at, at CW. I mean, CW basically has their entire week booked with superhero shows. Right, and it, but it, the thing is, CW's doing it right. Right, but at what, like, where, at what point do people just finally get tired of it? I mean, I, I mean we're going to have casualties, you know, and I think the first ones to go are going to be the Fox shows. I think oh, Lucifer yeah. and eventually Gotham are going to go. I don't know if Legion gets off the ground really well it's it's on the wrong channel see the cw can afford to have lower numbers compared to fox and cbs true and, i mean look at supergirl true look at constantine those are gonna those would thrive on the cw where on on cbs and stuff there's people they don't care about that 
it's it's it wasn't in the right place you know netflix is a great place to do that kind of stuff look at daredevil like they're doing great things um but yeah dude all right well we gotta take a quick break uh when we get back we got more tv news to talk about again you're listening to we geek podcast on the n.fm see you guys in a minute welcome back to we geek podcast on the n.fm before the break we we're talking about saturation with the uh the comic book uh movies and tv shows and i you know i agree with you it's it, we we've seen a lot of them slip and we see that happening but oh man like i think if fox was smart they would have done an x-men show that is recognizable that people are like i know who gambit is if they would have done a show about gambit i think that would have been just way better than legion or something like that but we'll see i mean i well, it's going to be interesting, I guess. <laughs> and and I and I have to wonder if that's why ABC was always so gun shy about an Agents of Shield spinoff. Because there was yeah. it was like three times they they were were really looking at it, and then they were like, you know what, nah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I that, that's the other thing. Agents of Shield does not hold my attention, but you know what does? Daredevil. Yeah. <laughs> like like and it it it's just. I don't know, and Daredevil. There's a lot going right with it, you know, like the, just the casting and the acting, and and the amount of time they spend on the story. Of course, um, Agents of Shield. It's it just seems like a cookie cutter. I don't know. I like Agents of Shield, but it's much more watered down. It's yeah. not as it's tight. And, you know, I wish that it sucks they can't use bigger characters. Uh, speaking of bigger character, did you see uh, the rumors that Ghost Rider might be on it? Well, they like they teased that with the bus and right. everybody kind of laughed. And then there's there's like new little hints that keep dropping. And I'm just like, how in the hell are you going to bring Ghost Rider to do this? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, we talked about it uh, not too long ago. Um, uh, who, who was saying they wanted to play Ghost Rider? Um, oh, what's his name? Hold on. I, I don't remember. Uh, the guy who plays Daryl Dixon. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, Norman Reedus. Yeah. Norman Reedus, yes. He was saying he wanted to play – maybe that – see – Maybe that's a way for him to get in, and then suddenly, like, I always thought he'd be better on Netflix. Um, it'd make more sense on Netflix if he went like, yeah. I guess, I guess he's not too violent of a character. He's just a skull on fire. It's just ridiculous. He's, he's a he's a an avenging spirit from hell. I don't know how much darker you want to get. No, but he was never like preacher. Like he was never like I, true, gruesome. but it was just like scary devil got a skull like it's it's totally disney if they wanted to like come on yeah. it, it, I, I, any, i've never read a ghostwriter book where like he's poking eyeballs out or having sex or cursing or anything like that it was nothing that you can't do on tv oh did they not do a ghostwriter max story if they didn't that's a so. that's a missed opportunity yeah i mean maybe i'm wrong i don't know that much about ghostwriter but i don't ever remember him being like over the top except for the movies with Nicolas Cage well that was a different kind of over the top right exactly but yeah that, that's gonna be interesting to see how they do that um did you see that Tom Fel Felton is cast as uh 
Julian Dorn for season three of The Flash. Yeah, he's gonna play a rival CSI at the at the CCPD. I just I I I love this. I think it's awesome because we know they live in a world where Harry Potter is a thing. They live in a world like ours with all the same pop culture references and everything. Right. So where's like how fast are they gonna get that like wink and a nod out of the way? Oh, you know they are. You know, you know, uh, oh, Cisco's yeah. gonna go. You know who you look like, <laughs> right? Or, or you know, there's gonna be like my favorite thing ever would be like if they're you know like if if Felton's character storms off and and Cisco just as a great aside just kind of goes, I bet he's gonna tell his father about this. <laughs> right, right. Like just and let that be that can be the only one. I only need one. I just want mm-hmm. one, but it better be good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that's gonna happen. It's <laughs> bound to happen. Um. So okay, so what? I'm not familiar with Julian Dorn. Is he a, a he, superhero or is I, he a villain? I don't. I, I this is a character I don't know. I have no idea who this character is. The description that that they gave in like the little press release thing was that he's another CSI who kind of grows suspicious of Barry. Okay, so you know, take that for what it's worth. And it seems like if if this is the road they're going, that things are kind of going to get back to normal fairly quickly. Okay. So, like, Flashpoint will probably only last, like, an episode. That's cool. Yeah, give me a weird balls-to-the-wall episode and then go back to the status quo. Works for me. And as a premiere or a finale, like, I, I'm, I'm yeah. good with that. If that's – they're going right. to drop us in this really weird backwards world for the season three premiere and mm-hmm. then – you know he sets it right but there's still everything's just a little off well yeah that's what i think will happen is that yeah. he'll set things right but suddenly he's not in a relationship anymore that he's been building for all that's what they're going to do and that's kind of what i'm afraid of i'm afraid that they get to this point where it's like yes now they're going to be in a relationship they finally it's the perfect timing of course he goes back and screws everything up but in the first episode or two episodes he's like oh i gotta fix everything but now because of the decision i made the one thing I am going to lose out on is this relationship. Uh, and, and then that's, and then what's his face comes back. That's what I think is going to happen. Um, what I, from the first season, you know, I, uh, I forget his name. They're, they're going to bring Eddie Thawne back. Yeah. And it's just going to be a right, right. It's okay. This is never going to happen. <laughs> they're just going to play with this for the whole show. Um, I guess rumor is that he's going to play a, a new supervillain called Godspeed. Who's like just introduced in uh, uh, rebirth. Okay. That's what people are hoping, I guess. Um, he looks pretty sick, <laughs> but oh, that, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I hope he stays in it. I, you know, I liked him in Harry Potter, so. Yeah, and yeah. he's like he's a he's a legitimately good actor. Like he, so I, I don't. That's ought to be good. Like he's not just there for the fan services. Right. Right. Um. We got some Arrow news. Cody Rhodes casts his undisclosed role in season five. Yeah, he's not busy anymore, so why not? All right, yeah, I, w- I was watching one of the things, and they, they brought him out on stage, and they were like, you know, uh, I guess like he went and auditioned for the role. Um, uh, so, you know, who knows? Maybe, maybe. I've never seen him, like, act before, except for, like, wrestling, of course. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> he's, he's over. He's over the top as Stardust. So yeah, he was probably in one of the twelve Marine films that they did. I think. <laughs> was there really twelve of them? There's. Uh, they're working on five. I think. I legitimately think they're doing five. I know there are four for sure. 
Uh, but I think there's, a, I think they're working on a fifth one. So wait, that was what John Cena? Originally, yeah, and then it was Randy Orton, and then then I think they did Cody Rhodes because uh, now they're doing the Miz. Wow, so is it the same like character? I I don't know. I barely paid attention during the first one. I didn't watch any of the sequels. Oh wow, yeah, no, I've never heard of these. I mean, I've heard, I've seen the first one. Um, if if you ever want to watch really bad movies, turn on anything done by WWE uh, films. They're bad. <laughs> they're uh, they're just they're just bad movies. Like Who is Ted DeBice Jr. Ted DiBiase Jr. He's the, the million dollar man's kid. Oh wow! Why? Which one was he in? That was the sequel. Okay, so the Miz was... was the Marine Three Homefront, and and four, and four is. Uh, hold on. Four is Miz. Yep. Yeah. And. Is there a Marine? F- I don't see a Marine Five. I don't know. Maybe that was just a really unfortunate joke they tried to work into a segment. There's every- a Condemned, which has the, con- looks- the Condemned was actually interesting. I liked the Condemned. The sequel yeah. sucked, but the first yeah. one was actually like not a terrible idea. It looks like Randy Orton. Uh, that would have been the sequel then. Yeah, the Condemned Two. Yeah. Randy Orton. Okay, so that was the one he was in. Wait, there's like three 12 rounds with Dean Ambrose. <laughs> what? Oh, he, and he did. Uh, he did. Uh, what was the one he was in? Lockdown was another one that that Ambrose was in. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Oh, the WWE Studios, the WWE Films, like filmography is is fantastic. They are, ju- but they are bad. The condemned. I will give the condemned credit. It was, it was a, it was a mildly interesting concept, that was not horribly executed uh not oh, a great stone cold yeah condemned. not not a horrible film but not really a great film but worth a watch not not okay. terrible if you haven't seen it okay but like the rest of them see no evil with kane was was like oh here's their attempt at a horror movie and and it kind of worked but not really and then they did a sequel which just didn't work at all uh, and then they did a horn swag. They did a leprechaun movie with Hornswoggle, and it wow. was uh, and it and it was just awful. It was just flat out awful. <laughs> I mean, there's no like I would love to point to any redeeming thing other than they cast somebody who plays, other than they cast a dwarf who who plays a stereotypical Irish leprechaun on their televised product as the leprechaun. Um, but like, I can't like, it's just, it's just bad. It's genuinely Stone Cold bad. Steve Austin one, the, st- the stranger damage recoil hunt to kill tactical force. These all just look like, God, I haven't even heard of a lot of these straight to DVD. Oh, they were. Oh, they absolutely, yeah, they were. They absolutely were. But the thing is like on the product, they brag about that. They were like, I was in such and such, which is, which is on and they will say straight to digital and DVD. Like, that's the line in their promo. And I'm like, don't say that out loud. Are is... are any of these on the WWE Network? No. Oh, why not? They need to put those on there. I would totally watch them just for fun. I would I would love to watch them too because <laughs> they don't have the distribution rights. Oh, okay. That's why. They're through, what, like Legendary or something? 
or at least they were in the beginning. I don't know who they're with now. Like ABC one, two, three films, I guess. I don't know. They're all trying to chase that rock. Yeah, and they're never going to find it again. Because The Rock wasn't in a WWE Studios film. Right, exactly. He was in an actual film. Right, right. With writers and... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we'll talk more TV news. We'll get into some video games. And uh, then we'll tell you about some of the movies and stuff we saw over the weekend. Again, you're listening to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. See you guys in a minute. Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. And we got some TV news still to talk about. Um, We talked about The Flash um, and Arrow. Um, We got some Constantine news. Uh, First season of series now streaming on CW Seed platform. Yeah, their their digital service. Mm -hmm. So hopefully... Fingers crossed. Right. Hint, 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 wink, wink, hopefully. Like, yes. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be great in Legends of Tomorrow. I think they're just they're that they haven't announced the full cast for that, but I'm hoping he's just on that show. Um, That's going to be the show, I think, where they're like, okay, we have every day of the week now, all five days. Now it's time. That's going to be a show where they're like, let's introduce more and more characters and we can have a rotating cast. Right. Um, and that would work so well, like him on that and you know, get Swamp Thing or something. <laughs> um, I'm super pumped about that show coming back, probably more than the other two, maybe Flash the most. But man, Legends of Tomorrow, I want some more of that um, <laughs> just because how weird it is. Uh, speaking of weird, um, Legion, first image of Dan Stevens uh, as Professor X's son has been revealed. Did you see this? I did. Um, and OK, it's a kid in a jacket with his head leaning against the wall uh yeah i liked i did like the the description of where they're going with the show though mm-hmm. and it's the idea of of is he crazy or is he a mutant and in this particular world they've created which is worse right right i mean to me it looks like a still yeah from breaking bad I, yeah, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> like like he needs a fix. But yeah, no, I agree. That's a cool concept. And, you know, I, as much as I've been down on the idea of them doing stuff like this, I do take to heart what you say. Like, I I definitely need to go into it with an open mind. Um, because you, I I gotta read the series. You, you keep telling me about it. Um, I want it to be good. I want it to be <laughs> really good. But I just. There's nothing that interests me about about uh, Legion. So hopefully they get me. You know, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch as much as I can of it. Um, and I like that concept. Is he crazy or is he a mutant? Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I like the idea of exploring, like, in, in this, kind of, this kind of world they've set up. It's like, well, you know, we still stigmatize mental illness. And he's also a mutant. So is he and, – and what happens if he's both? Like right. which, and that's the thing of like, well, he's a crazy person. No, he's he's not crazy. That's not we shouldn't be vilifying that. Well, he's a mutant then. No, he's not a mutant. That's horrible. But we shouldn't be vilifying that either. What if he's a crazy mutant? Well, shit. <laughs> you know, it's like how it's like where's there there's there's this is a great platform for a lot of of properly done social commentary. Mm-hmm. You could absolutely do this. You you know, but I. Uh, I don't. I I worry about this coming across way too ham-fisted, really. Yeah. 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 We'll see. We'll see. Um. I hopefully it does good. So, green lights him to do more. Um. 
X-Men TV shows, man. See, that's the thing, man. I, I, we watched X-Men the Animated Series as kids, and I would love a live-action X-Men TV show. I think that would be so much better than the movies. And it would be expensive as hell. It would be, but you don't have to do, like, the the CGI heavy characters. Like, do it where they're in a school, and the main characters, you know, like, Cyclops. Like, I don't even want to see powers, I guess, that much. I would love an X-Men Academy TV show where it was like One Tree Hill or something, but with mutants. Like, and I'm surprised the CW hasn't done that yet. Like, the CW would be perfect for that kind of show, like Teen Titans or something. Um, when, and I think X-Men would be great with that, too. Yeah. the when When Gotham was first announced, like when there was really no details, but they were like, hey, we're doing this as a show. Mm-hmm. There is a fantastic episode of Fat Man on Batman where where it's Kevin and I think it's Dan DeDio right. are sitting there and describing basically Bloodhaven Academy. Right, right. And it had like all the villains in high school and stuff. And that's yes. perfect. That that, that yeah. like like the like Gotham OC on the CW would have been amazing. It really would have. And I'm I'm honestly surprised the CW hasn't looked at the Teen Titans and gone, we could do that. Probably because I'm sure somewhere down the line, they're gonna want to make a movie out of the Teen Titans. So it's probably off limits. Yeah, but well, then again, weren't... look at the Flash. I was just know? gonna say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're you, no, you're right. Um, and that's what I'm saying. Like Fox, uh, or you know, uh, yeah, I guess Fox has the rights to do the TV shows because Disney lent them or whatnot. They could totally do that. And they, I mean, this is a start with Legion. Um, so who, who knows? Maybe in a few years it'll get announced. Uh, but yeah, you could, yeah. Teen, teen Titans in, in, yeah, just do, you know, one, (laughs) one Teen Titans Hill. Like it would, yeah. is, and I, and I get the idea of like trying to want to stay away from that because that was the seat, even, you know, it, it would probably bring to mind a lot of really bad Smallville flashbacks. Cause like that was the, that was like the entire first half of that show but there's nothing on television like that right now at least that i can think of right we haven't like it's you know that was the thing of like that was everything you had the oc and one tree hill and all this everything kind of filled that same bubble and then it went away and i'm okay with them saying like look here's a show like that right like not not 12 just just one right exactly like you can you could do cw do the teen titans and have fox do the oc but with mutants and it would be perfect like have your little rebellious cyclops and and it's just it's a shame we got the when they did the it's like they're they're not afraid to do those kind of things when it comes to animated shows but when it comes to live action they don't want to go near the big things right for some reason um like even Gotham tiptoes around the big guys. That's the only one that actually gets kind of close, I guess. <laughs> um, except for maybe Daredevil. You know, it's got bigger characters. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, basically, you know what we're saying is we'd like to see some of these networks and studios grow some balls. Yes. Like that's seriously. you know take take the risk, take the leap. Marvel did it with Daredevil, and it and it worked huge. And I guess in some way they are taking a risk doing obscure characters like Legion. Well, but at the same I, time, is that I mean, I, I can't. I, I don't know a single friend, um, except for you and like my, my friends who are really into comic book stuff. But I'm saying outside of that world, I don't know a single person who would know 
who Legion is. Not a single one of them. And maybe that's what they're going for. Like, hey, you don't know comics? Don't worry, because <laughs> this is this is an obscure character anyway. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I I don't think, know. I think that's part of it, of like, hey, you know. Well, from Fox's standpoint, I do genuinely think it's we don't want to go near the big guys because we are saving them for films. Right, I do, right, I, right. I do think that's Fox's M.O., with that kind of thing. That's but why if it's not shared. If it's not a shared universe, who cares? Right. That's and I, you know, I I faulted DC for that, the idea of not connecting the film and TV universes, but there is there is an inherent freedom there where you can do whatever you want on each one and there's not an impact. But he, and here's the big problem. Um whenever uh was it Manu Bennett uh did Deathstroke when they told him we're getting rid of him because they're doing a suicide squad movie from the TV show. It's like they are not connected. So why would you care? But it was a studio going, yeah, but we don't want to confuse people. Then either then connect it. Like there's, there's no, (laughs) yeah, there's no other option here. Like if you don't want to confuse people, then you can't do, then you can't do them in each one. Right, and it's like, look at the Flash. How how it's how could and you just mentioned it earlier. Like, how could you have these two things coexisting in one area and the other area? You're like, no, we we kind of want to get rid of. We want to kill off this team because we're going to do a Suicide Squad movie. It's just stupid. Yeah. Like, if if you're if you're if you're not going to connect them on purpose and you're gonna, I like how they're kind of doing it where they're like, hey, it's a multiverse. Okay, that that works perfectly. These characters are different from the ones we see in the movies. Okay, I can get behind that. Don't be afraid to put Nightwing in there. Don't be afraid to show Bruce Wayne. Don't be afraid to do any of that. That's gonna that's gonna get everybody watching. Well, we're on... gonna have Superman. Right, right. That's what I mean. Like, they don't want to go near Batman. Okay, why? Why not? Why not on Le- Legends of Tomorrow? You drop in on Gotham City. And it straight up looks like Batman the Animated Series. Who cares? You know what I mean? Like, who cares? Maybe it's an alternate universe, whatever. Like, do something weird like that. Right. That's I mean, what I want them to do. I mean, they, they hinted at it with, with Rip Hunter's big speech. You know, I've seen Men of Steel killed in Dark Knight's Fall, or however that went. Well, did you... Okay, you still haven't seen the season finale, right? I still haven't seen the show, right. You gotta see it, because in the last episode, they go into stuff like that. And I'm like... <gasps> They're doing that. Okay, this just opened up a whole new world. <laughs> like, it's 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 it opens it up for a lot of characters that you might that are maybe on a different Earth. Who knows? Like, I don't want I don't want to give it away, but it's like holy shit, this is gonna be so cool next season. Um, so I don't know, man. Like, th- that's the thing. That's the thing with Legends of Tomorrow. They can get so weird and go all over the DC universe and different universes and different worlds and. And, and kind of pull it back together, <laughs> if that makes sense. I just wish they would do that. Anyway, I'm rambling. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on this, rambling on this show? No, we never do that. Right, exactly. Um, so we'll see about Legion. Um, we saw, oh yeah, Attack on Titan second season announced for spring 2017. Finally. Right. I think I saw Attack on Titan when I moved into this house like three years ago. That's, that sounds about right. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, Attack on Titan was just such a huge anime. Like it, it was one of the only ones that I think has made the the leap over to um, people that aren't like don't watch anime. If that makes sense. Yeah, it's it like, was it it had like a Dragon Ball effect. 
Yes, it had that big of word of mouth where it was like, hey, you probably watched Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball when you were a kid or teenager or your early 20s, but you never really watched any other anime, watch, check this out, because this is kind of a cool story. And I liked it. I was like, alright, this is great. Um, and then I was like, when's the next season? Doesn't exist yet. It's not, they're not making it. It's. I was like, oh, well, this sucks. Okay, I guess I'll go back to not watching anime. <laughs> yeah. So, it, it reminded yeah. me of like when I went on Netflix to start watching Sherlock. I was like, there's only three episodes. What's, where's the rest of them? <laughs> right, exactly. Everybody I had just, a good laugh. They were like, no, other episodes. <laughs> oh, I saw three episodes of Death Note, though. Yeah? What you think? Yeah, it was pretty good. There you pretty go. Good. Definitely going to finish it. Uh, I was actually going to go watch that last night, and then I saw that Marco Polo Season 2 was on, and I started watching a little bit of that, but it was, like, way too late <laughs> to get into it. I was like, I'll stop this now because I'll end up falling asleep. Uh, um, oh, um, and uh, while we're talking about kind of crossover anime, I think the – kind of the next one on that list would be one punch man like that one that's pu- that's kind of the next one that seems to be gaining that much momentum i saw that and it's it's a joke though right like it's a it 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 kind of is but also it kind of isn't see it's, i thought it was like a big joke it it kind of it's kind of framed that way but there's there is a lot more to it than that uh and it's actually getting an english dub on adult swim in like two weeks i think Oh, okay. Like we finally start to get the English version. Yes, I'm one of the horrible, awful people. I like my anime dubbed. Bite me. Uh, yeah, I don't I mean like I don't mind subtitles. I don't hate subtitles. I just I would rather have it dubbed. I get why the purists want the Japanese version, but I totally agree with you. When I watched Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball for the first time, it was English, and I didn't have to read it. When I watched um, uh, Attack on Titan. I was reading. I was reading for hours um, and not watching, it seemed like. And it kind of distracted me from it. I, I wish I spoke Japanese because then I could just enjoy it like you're supposed to. But, no, I agree with you, man. There's no, there's no shame to that. It, it is what it is. People enjoy it. <laughs> you know, it's okay. But, yeah, no, I – yeah, I'll check that out. I, see, I've seen, like, an episode of that, and I was like, okay, this is, like – this is a joke about superheroes and stuff. It's like, it, it is a satire on superheroes. It is definitely right. it is intentionally a play on that, but but it does it does get rolling. Okay, yeah, no, I'll check it out. Um, yeah, no, I've seen that around the internet for, for like the last few years. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. <laughs> um, let's see what else we got. Um, the Warriors, Russo brothers adapting. Uh. Every time I see Russo Brothers, I think of the Uso Brothers adapting the 1979 <laughs> cult film, the Hulu series, uh, into a Hulu series. Yeah. Did you see that um, the Warriors you can play now on the PlayStation 4? Yeah, it. Yeah, the it's it's one of their new PS2 for PS4 titles. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was cool. But, so yeah, that's gonna be a thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. So oh, I, man. you know, just, I, I don't like, I don't know how I feel about that. Like, I don't, I did, that was a movie that I never actually saw up until just like a couple of years ago. Right. I have no, and, uh, yeah. Cause I, I mean, there's not, it's one of those kind of strange movies that like, it's oddly fascinating because there's for everything that happens, there's not a tremendous amount that happens. Yeah, to me it doesn't age well. I, I guess it if you're de- around that time. Yeah, it definitely does not age well for sure. Right. If you're around that time and you were you were living that life and people just looked weird and like 
Fantastic. Good for you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. But to right. me, it was, I saw I, – I don't even think I finished it. I, I saw parts of it, and I was just like, this is not for me. Okay. Just not not for yeah. me. <laughs> no, it's, it, it is definitely dated for sure. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that happens to, to a lot of the best of them. But, you know, I don't know. Uh, adapting that to a, a Hulu series, that could work. I mean, I'd, I can dig it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see here. What do we got? Top, uh, Top Gear host Chris Evans. Not that one. <laughs> resigns <laughs> after first season. So I never really watched Top Gear. Did you? I, I You know what's funny? I, I started watching the new season. And immediately, like, I was not, I'd, I'd never really watched it before. Um, so I watched some of the new season, and you could tell right off the bat that there was a tremendous amount of friction here. Mm. Like, it wasn't really overt. Like, they weren't all yelling and sniping at each other, but you could tell this, that this was going to have to happen. Uh, even before Joey from Friends said, look, either he goes or I go. Uh, and so he went. So, so uh, t- someone who's never seen this show before, top, why is what Top Gear is? Uh, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, be better. Well, I was gonna ask, what is Joey Vitale? No, no, Joey from Friends doing that. But no, yeah, what? What? It, it looks like a show about cars. It is, um, and it's it's not just. It's, I I know it's really weird to say it's not just a show about cars. The best way to explain it is honestly just to go watch an episode. Uh, there's a handful up on Netflix. Um, but there's, it's not just like, Hey, can I, we tell you, can I tell you an outsider point of view, what it looks like? It looks like Mythbusters, but with cars there, there is a bit of that. Okay. There, there is definitely a pinch of that. Um, it's, it's not all, you know, like, Hey, what's the craziest thing we can do with this car? Uh, but they do do some of that. Uh, it is, it is a car show It is about the performance of cars and Decat wants to weigh in now. Uh, but there's sometimes they do like really ridiculous challenges with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's and it's funny. That's the thing. Like I had I had never really watched the old series with Clarkson and May and all and 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 all that. But I went back and I start because like I saw this news and I was like, oh okay, maybe something will change with this show now. And I was like, you know what? They have some of the old episodes on Netflix from from like the last three or four years. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go watch go watch one of those. Uh, and then, you know, six in the morning rolled around and I was like, damn, OK, because uh, it, it, it is. It's so funny. It is genuinely really funny. And it's you kind of forget like the cars are almost like a framing device. Gotcha. It's it is still about the cars, but it really is those guys. And, and you know, opinions on them will will vary and differ. And there's good reason for it. But so what happened? Like the main cast broke up a few years ago or something. Clarkson uh, is well known for not exactly being uh, what shall we say not racist. Uh, oh, there's he tends to get in trouble for that. But what really happened was apparently he and somebody from the production crew had a legit fight. Oh wow! Like not just screaming and yelling and arguing, but apparently there was pushing and and punches thrown, and mm. it did not go tremendously well. Right. Uh, so when he, depending on who you talk to, left or was canned, the other two went with him. Okay. And the cat's not happy about that. <laughs> but when 
you know, and so, you know, suddenly the show then had no cast because they were it. Those three were it. Right. And so they were like, oh, crap, we need a new team. And mm-hmm. so they got Chris Evans and Matt LeBlanc and I think there's somebody else who I can't remember. And so that was and Chris Evans, for anybody that doesn't know, has been a, a British TV presenter for ever. It seems mm-hmm. like. Right. Uh, but apparently his personality didn't really gel. And so there was issues and so on and so on. Gotcha. So that was kind of the history of that. But the the original Top Gear, and then there have been spinoffs. Like there was Top Gear America and so on. Um, but the like the original Top Gear trio did this for like 20 years, oh, I wow. think, or something like that. I know the original incarnation of the show has been around for like 22 years. And I, th- I think that the same three have hosted it. If not for all of it, then for most of it. I don't know my history post, like, like pre a handful of years back, but I'm pretty sure they've been around for, for all of it. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah, but it's, it's definitely, that's something that, that I was definitely like, I've never really watched this show, but I hear people talk about it, but I'm not a car guy. You don't need to be a car guy to appreciate the show. Okay. That's that was a big plus. Like when I started watching it, and they were like, "And we're going to take these cars. We're going to drive through the desert." And I'm like, "All right." And they're going to talk about the cars. Okay. Uh, but that's like that's just kind of like what they do in the context of, "Hey, we're going to herd cows with cars." <laughs> like the like they did. They took like one of the episodes was they were in Australia. They took three modern sports cars onto a onto a three million acre farm in australia and herded four thousand cows using the cars oh wow like that's that's kind of the other side of that and i mean they have their you know they have their test track for for new cars they get to drive and they put uh they take one segment where they take a, a like a normal everyday car and they stick a celebrity in it and they have them run a lap out on their test track Oh wow! And they've had they've had everybody from like Ed Sheeran to uh, Margot Robbie and like all kinds. Of, they have all different kinds of people that have had run it. Jeez! And it's it's a it was a fun show. the The new series not quite so much, but the you know they have they have like the last half dozen series I think on Netflix, and it's definitely okay. worth a watch because it's really fun. Yeah, I'll definitely check it out. Yeah, uh, I'll put that on my Netflix list to watch. There you go. <laughs> God, that list but is I, probably I, very long. Right. I'm glad you said you didn't have to be a car person because I'm just not. I'm not really a car guy. No, uh, and I mean, you can – and that's the thing. Like, even when they present – like, they'll do a segment where it's like, and here's this new Ferrari. And it's like – it's not just like a tech demo of like, oh, and here's this and that. The big thing for me is like these guys just go out and drive these cars. That's what I like to see when it comes to cars. I don't need a breakdown of of all the different technical everything. I don't I don't need that. And I, I that just I don't know. I'm I, that doesn't quite appeal to me. Right. I've right. never studied it, but like watching I, I I I guess it's because there's there's racing in my blood. Like watching watching these guys take a Ferrari supercar you know, down a winding road and see just how wide open they can get it. Like that's, I don't know. That works for me. 
Oh, that's cool. But that's, you know, that's the part that I like, where it's like, oh, yeah, we're going to take this thing around the track while we talk about it. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'll definitely check that out. Um, let's see. What other TV news we got? Um, I saw that they were going to have to push Game of Thrones back. Really? Um, yeah, because I guess they actually need it to be winter for them to start shooting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, they, they said we're we're starting a bit later because of the end of the season winter is here and that means the sunny weather doesn't really serve a purpose anymore oh. so we're kind of pushed everything down the line so we could get out some grim gray weather uh even in the sunnier places that we shoot so oh that's just fantastic they actually had to wait for winter to come to shoot yeah this. oh that's beautiful I thought it was great. I thought that's perfect. You know why not? Whatever. Like they, oh man, the do whatever you need to do to make these last two seasons as phenomenal as the one that just happened. Yeah, and I'll be okay. <laughs> oh, that's priceless. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Um, like let's that. see here. Oh, did you see uh, John Carpenter diss The Walking Dead for being too uh, derivative? No. Yeah, Wait. he talked about. He did an interview. I forget with who where he talked about uh, he thought uh, The Walking Dead was was far too derivative from Night of the Living Dead. Wait, who said that? John Carpenter. Really? The guy who is now starting production on Halloween 11. Wow. No hyperbole there. Is talking about something that's too derivative. Right, I'm right. sorry, John. I, I love you to death. Halloween was fantastic for its time. Your score work is amazing. It, he he genuinely doesn't get enough appreciation for the music he composes, right? Um, but really, well, it, it reminds me of when James Cameron threw some shade at Star Wars. It, yeah, James, how long ago was was Avatar that you're still working on the sequels for that aren't coming out? Like, <laughs> right, right. And he was like, "We've seen it before," and I'm like, "Okay, we saw we saw Fern Gully before too." <laughs> Thank you. Thank like, you. Uh, come on. I was I was like, and the thing is. Like, I don't understand how that's a diss. Like, that was the whole point of The Force Awakens. Like, J.J. Abrams and they, their whole idea was, we want to make this feel extremely familiar to the original movie because guess what? There's millions of people out there who were not born back then. Right. Lots of kids who are just getting into it. They wanted to make it familiar. And you can't win. Like, it, it's either too far away, like the prequels, or it's too similar. Right. And, it, and he's like, guys, eight's coming. That's going to be something really new. And you guys have the, the Rogue One coming out. That's going to be very new. So, like, I, I just – I thought that was kind of – Well, I mean, that's because James Cameron hasn't really made a movie in ten years. Right. He's just a little mad. You know, it's like, oh, wow, you could you could, you could, could taste the salt. <laughs> like, Yeah, yeah, big time. Like, I, I, I was – I remember when Aliens was about the same Aliens as in Alien, or when Terminator 2 had the same robot from Terminator. Like, that didn't make it, like, I don't understand why, like, that didn't make them bad movies. I don't get his, I don't get his point. Yeah. It's the same I... thing. James, just go make your next three Avatar movies like you've been doing for the last ten years. Like, yeah. I don't, I'm sorry. Like, I, I, uh, just, I don't know. I It, it irks me when, when directors who do good stuff kind of go away for a while and then they come back and they're like oh yeah i'm gonna bash this thing that's popular like why why do you guys keep doing that why yeah no it's 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 yeah it's not good it's it's like you 
you're a great director, you do great work. No need to be like that. It just it's shallow, I think. Right. I mean, there it's it's one thing to be critical. It's another thing to be a dick. Right, right, right. And I'm just like, I don't like come on, you know. Me me personally, if I was a director and I was in a shot, I would have been like, I thought it was a great film, you know? I'm excited to see the next one. Moving on. Or if you weren't that critical of it, you were like, well, you know, I saw it and I I thought it was great. You don't have to be like a dick about it. You right. know, you like you're a director, you're not a critic. Here, <laughs> here's what sense. I would have done differently. Yes, and that's why they didn't hire you. Right. Like, right I mean, exactly. You know, and it's and it's fine if you want to sit down and say and say, "Look, here was here was what I saw." There's a big difference between like here's, you know, as you know, Cameron has has a tremendous technical eye. You know, this this is definitely something up his alley that he could look at and say, okay, here was this and this and this and this. And it could have been done respectfully and people would have really paid attention. Right, right. Instead of just, well, you know, this and that and da 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 da. Like, really, James, your credibility's kind of an iceberg here. And and yeah, exactly. There's there's a way to word things. He could have been like, it paid it paid homage to the original film, and I thought that, you know, that was good. That's saying the same exact thing as what he said. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Except it's it was the same thing over and over again. Like really, exactly. Yeah, I was like, oh, dude, that's come on. I don't go yeah. go go finish your movies and then come back and so then we'll tell you how derivative they were of the last Avatar movie you did. Right, I'm like, dude, you got three sequels planned and <laughs> like, just come on for a movie that I... people have already forgotten about. For real, well, we're gonna take a quick break. When we get back, <laughs> we'll talk uh, about video games again. You're listening to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. See you guys in a minute. Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. We got some game news to talk about, but first, let's talk about Pokemon Go dropping. Yeah, uh, well, in some places. Some places, yeah. So, like most apps, they do it in New Zealand, Australia, Japan. And then throughout the next day, it rolls on to America and Europe and whatnot. So, we should be getting it any time today, and I'm pretty excited. Yeah, it may be, you may, it may be out by the time you hear this. Right, exactly. So, um,. If you're listening to this and it's out, just know I'm wandering around my neighborhood, right, <laughs> trying to catch a coughing uh, <laughs> or something. <laughs> I could probably catch like a bell sprout around here. Yeah, I heard. Oh, I heard the giant bomb guys talking about. They're like, can you imagine sitting at work and like you gotta go? Like, dude, there's a coughing. <laughs> like, drop everything. Run, <laughs> run, What are you doing on the third floor? I'm trying to catch a coughing. <laughs> like, I just thought that was funny. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, like it just it, it made me think like how many ridiculous situations. Like I could be downtown in a social environment with all of my friends, going to a bar or something like that, and suddenly my phone vibrates. And, you know, there's a Pikachu two bars down the road and be like, guys, I got to go. <laughs> like, like how many stupid situations could you be in uh, where that I, happens? Or you go to the beach and you're just like, oh, wait, there's something down there. I'll be right back. <laughs> I, I think we're about to find out. You really are. Like, this is going to be interesting. I, I mean, uh, that aside, I've heard really bad things about it. Like, I've heard a lot of people saying it's not that good. Um, so I'm trying to. I don't know. I'm trying to lower my expectations. Uh, I think I'm gonna love it, but I, look, uh, I think I think people are expecting like a 3DS Pokemon game for their phone. 
Yeah, that will not happen for years if yeah. it does. That's um, that's the thing that people keep looking at. Like, And I genuinely think it's because they're looking at it all wrong. I right, do. right. They're expecting yeah. something way different. And I I appreciate what they're looking for. I think like a, a, a Pokemon game where you are the trainer mm-hmm. is the way to go eventually. But I think mm-hmm. the keyword there is eventually. Right, right, right. This is just going to be the first out-of-the-gate Pokemon on iOS that nothing really... I mean, there's been Pokemon games, like Pokemon Shuffle and stuff like that, but not like this. Like, this is cool. Like, you have, like, 250 Pokemon that you can catch. Um, I'm kind of excited about it. Oh, they went past the original... I thought they were just sticking to the original 150. I saw 250. Nice. On a list of things. Yeah, I didn't see, like, the names or anything, but I thought, okay, yeah, they're definitely going to beyond the original which makes sense maybe they're just doing like a lot of the popular ones from uh gold and silver um but yeah so (laughs) yeah i can't wait can't wait for that to drop um all right let's see here we got some bioshock news talked a little bit about this last week uh and now it's official the remastered collection is officially announced to be officially released officially on september 13th (laughs) I was like, we've heard all of this except for, like, here's the official announcements. I was like, how many times can we fit officially into this headline? Yep. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's it's happening. I can't wait. Uh, like I said uh, last week or whatnot, I've only played a few hours of Bioshock. I own the third one on my PC, but I just haven't gotten around to it. And from what I understand, you want to play the first one and then at least the first one. Um, Do the first and then the third. You can You can skip the second. You're not missing much. Right, that's what I heard. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So that's going to happen. That's great. Um, what else do we got here? Uh, the PS Plus games for July have been announced. Uh, Fury uh, for the PlayStation 4. Saints Row. Uh, Gat Out of Hell for the PlayStation 4. Call of Juarez. Uh, Bound in Blood, PlayStation 3. Fat Princess, PlayStation 3. Uh, you can go ahead and take the next one out. Uh, Orashika, Tainted Bloodlines for Vita. And Prince of Persia Revelation for Vita. For the Vita, there we go. These, these are these are these are PSP games. Um, yeah. They're running out of games for the Vita, pretty much. Uh, which makes me wonder when the VR comes out, if they're going to just like supplement that for the uh, for like a free VR game this month. I think they. I think they'll have to. Yeah, definitely. And just and um, just one. I'm fine with like just one. That works. Honestly, remove the PlayStation Vita titles. I own a Vita. I love the Vita. It's one of the best handhelds. They, they've been giving to... away two a month for a while now. Aren't they running out? They really are. It's <laughs> PSP games now they're giving away for free. Um, yeah. the, that's the problem with, like, they already gave away Golden Abyss. They've given away all the pretty much AAA titles on it. Um, and then they went and they get, you know, maybe they could do, um, like, Persona. Like, that's probably the last big one they'll do, probably. Because um, that's, the, that's the game. That's the game that people buy the system for i think uh but it's i don't know um i i think get get rid of the vita give me an extra playstation 4 game and give me a vr game yeah that would be great it's about that time you can even take away one of the playstation 3 games let's be honest the playstation 3 and vita are dead they're dead systems um so yeah give me more playstation 4 give me a vr game or uh, or or start backwards compatibility something or give away a, a classic a ps1 or a ps2 bingo. game bingo 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 there you go 
You just nailed it. Yeah, give away like do a do a p like do like here's the next like four PS2 games this month. One of these is free. Right, proper rapper, whatever. Yeah, not that one. I bought that one. Do something different. <laughs> right, or the Star Wars, whatever. Like they could look. Here's they could have made Fantavision free this month because it's a game about fireworks. It would have been perfect. Oh yeah, yeah, that would have been cool. Did you have you played Fury at all? No, uh-uh. I played a little bit yesterday. It's okay. It's like a twin base or twin stick shooter thingy, okay. sort of, um, mixed with like uh, dodge through. I don't know. They teach you how to play in the first thing. The first, it's like boss fights, pretty much. Um, it was cool. It's a free game, so it was fun. Um, uh, I haven't played Get Out of Hell. I did play Saint Through Four though. Um, but yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about these titles. They're nothing. Nothing looks exciting. Yeah, I mean, Get Out of Hell would be fun, but, like, I don't... I don't know. I looked at this, and I was like, oh, that'll be kind of cool. And then, like... But I know, like, I'll play that for whatever long it is. Like, what, couple hours, maybe? And yeah. it's like, all right, that was fun, probably. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of bored right now with the PlayStation. Um, just not any... The only thing that I get on to play, really, is Overwatch. Overwatch is great. That's the game I can hop in for ten minutes, hop out... I don't feel like doing Witcher because I've just played so many hours of it. Um, I just want something different. I don't know. I, I was thinking about Lego Star Wars, but then I thought, I don't want to spend 60 bucks on that. Uh, Street Fighter, I was thinking about, but I thought I, the problem with fighting games is I'll play for a few hours and I'll be, done, I'll be like, I don't want to play this anymore. Yeah, I'm, this, I'm the same way. Like every like when I saw Marvel vs. Capcom 3, I was like, I have to have that. And then I got it. And then I was like, all right, now I'm done with it. Like, right. it's, it's the same thing uh, every time. It doesn't matter what the game is. It's like, this looks like an amazing fighting game that I'm going to play for three hours and then probably never touch again. Like, yeah, and I can't justify spending that amount of money on it. And yeah. it's just, it's the same thing with the Lego Star Wars. Like, I can't justify it. I When those things drop to 20 to 30 bucks, I'm in. But it just hasn't happened yet, so. Yeah. Right now, I'm in this weird, like, there's nothing I want to play except Overwatch. Um, a lot of my friends are playing Destiny and stuff, but I'm just, I can't play that anymore. Like, nope, not until there's something new. <laughs> um, I just can't get into it. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I'm in a holdout pretty much until, like, No Man's Sky at this point. Um, yeah, summer's kind of the kind of the doldrums for video games. Yeah, it kind of sucks. Like, there's, I know there's that Ninja Turtle game, but... Eh. Yeah, it doesn't look fun. I mean, it's weird. Lego Star Wars is the only one that's... I was like, oh, IGN gave it a 9. Because a 9. I'm like, are yeah. you kidding me? Apparently, they do a lot of different things. Like, there's a uh, behind cover, like, like almost like Gears of War, where you're shooting at the enemies. Um, there's, like, boss fights. And uh, there's a... Uh, uh, like aerial battle where you're Poe Dameron and your X-Wing fighter. Like apparently they changed it up so much. They said the demo's garbage. There's like, if you play the demo, you're going to be bored to tears, but the actual game is really fun. And they've done a lot of new different things in it. And I was like, I just can't justify that 60 bucks <laughs> for a Lego game. Yeah. Um, especially when I can go and play like Batman three. Cause I have that. And I bought that for like eight bucks. Uh, so if I want that itch, I can go play that and unlock a bunch of characters. That's what's really fun about it is unlocking everything. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, we Let's see what other news we got. Ubisoft uh, company nominates two new members to its board of directors, increasing the membership and making a takeover from Vindy harder. 
Yeah, basically what they what Ubisoft is trying to do is is not they're not talking about replacing people on the board of directors. They're talking about just adding two new people and increasing the number of members uh, to try and counteract Vivendi buying up more shares so it can have more influence. Right. Uh, let's let's not forget Vivendi used to own Activision before it bought its way out for eight billion dollars. Wow. So Ubisoft, it, like this, this is just kind of continuing a trend of like it looks like Vivendi is not really a company anybody wants to be a part of. No, definitely does not sound like and it. And I mean, I don't know. Like this is there's kind of a, a a little Assassin's Creed story going on here in the Ubisoft boardroom, and I don't know. Like it's kind of interesting. Uh, oh yeah. Like something like this usually would not ever interest me at all. But, like, I don't know, this this just kind of seems oddly fascinating. Yeah, definitely. And I don't know why. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't think we have any more video game news. I think, no, I think that's, that's it. Okay. So, uh, let's get into, well, what other news we got here? We got, we got a little strange news. Did, let's, let's, we'll get the weird one out of the way first. Did, okay. Did you see the the DC KFC comic? Oh, I saw. Yeah, yeah, I saw an article about it, but I didn't actually read it. It's it's free on Comixology, and you know what? It's not terrible. <laughs> like That's it's awesome. it's ridiculous and it's bizarre and it's just and it's it it's it's like oh my god this is tremendously corny, but it's surprisingly not a bad comic. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's they, they, <laughs> that's what I was looking at. It's, like it's, it looked ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, and it embraces that. Like it's not trying to be like we have to save the secret recipe. It's in in a serious way. It's like mm-hmm. we know this is super friends level goofy, so let's right. just freaking run with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll check it out. I didn't know it was free. I yeah. saw the Kotaku article about it, so I was like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it's it's free, and it's it's worth you know it's a few minutes to read it. Like it's it's it, it's fun. I don't know why they've decided to have a a KFC multiverse, but <laughs> you know I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's not the worst corporate tie-in thing they've ever done, so that's a plus. Right. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's one of those things you look at. And you're like, really a KFC, a Colonel Core? Really, they did that? And you're like, yeah, you know what? They actually kind of did. Uh, <laughs> and it's and I love the story is called. I think the story is called Crisis of Infinite Colonels or something. Oh it's, wow! Oh, it's because it's and it harkens back to when when Colonel Sanders and the evil Colonel Sanders clashed on the Colonels of Two Earths. Wow. Oh. Oh. That's ridiculous. Oh. oh, it's like that that hurts. Like it actually kind of hurts, but it it works. Like it's it it understands it's silly, so it doesn't try to hide from it. It's like, "Okay, sure. Why not?" <laughs> uh they even have a chicken kernel. Because wow. nobody thought that one through. Uh yeah, <laughs> who's who? Who is helping track down part of the secret fried chicken recipe? And I'm just thinking, I, ridiculous. you know what? I don't even want to know. I'm not gonna ask. I don't care. That is ridiculous. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. So that was a thing. Uh. <laughs> go go ahead and take the next one. Yeah. So at 
at Comic-Con this year, as part of, of Nickelodeon's big presence, they're doing a live one-night-only Double Dare event. Mm-hmm. And it will be hosted by Mark Summers. And uh, that's going to be... I would love to go to Comic-Con this year just to see all the Nickelodeon stuff. Like, they're doing this. They're having, a like, a 90s reunion panel. They're doing a, a Nicktoons-specific panel. They've got a Women in Animation panel. Like, they're, they're have, they've got a big presence at Comic-Con this year. <laughs> Instead of just like, hey, we're here promoting Ninja Turtles because that's our thing. And, like, maybe one other small panel somewhere. Like, they're they're having a big thing this year. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that that would be, that's, that's going to be really cool. Yeah. I think it would be cooler than the giant bronze Captain America statue that Marvel's bringing. That looks awesome. I Like, that thing does look cool. I'll give it. That thing does look really cool. That's going to be cool in New York City, I think. Oh, yeah. That's, uh... I don't know, you know. <laughs> I would just, I would love to see them put it like, like just right out on the street, so somebody could caption it "Hail Hydrant," right? Like just, just to be a dick about it. Like I think that would be really funny. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, uh, we gotta take a quick break. When we get back, we'll get into some reviews. We'll see you guys all in a minute. You'll, you're listening to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. Be right back. Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. And now we're going to get into some reviews. Um, what do you want to do first? You want to do the movies? You want to do the book? I, I want to do something that's not on the list here because it just came today because it was finally in stock. Uh, the okay. revived High C Ecto Cooler. Oh, okay. I actually got some. It came today. I threw it in the freezer when I got it. It is cold. I've just opened it. I've not had a drink of this yet. So here we go. A world first for me anyway. Yep, that'll do. Yeah, tastes yep. good. Tastes like the old Ecto Cooler. Very nice. Well done. <laughs> so at least there's one thing about the new Ghostbusters film that isn't a colossal disappointment. <laughs> you what? You get it, you got it off Amazon, right? Yeah. Came in cans. Yeah, and it was like seven bucks, I think, for a a full. What is it? Like twelve or sixteen? I think. Well, that's cool. It's a good like it's a good it's a good price. It's four. I think it's fourteen. Like, you would expect them to charge a ton for those. Right. I think they... Didn't they overcharge for Surge? I think that was more expensive, but the cans are bigger. They used to... Like, they they did uh, when you could find it before the official relaunch. Oh, okay. That was when, like, it was expensive as hell. Uh, right, right. But, yeah, then it was... But they... Yeah, they brought it down because I got a case of that, too. <laughs> I got I got the ultimate '90s nostalgia box today. I got a case of the Heisey Ecto Cooler, a case of Surge, and two boxes of Rice Krispies treats cereal. That sounds like it. It's it's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Rice Krispie treats cereal. Is that like they came back out with that? It's it's available on Amazon, but it's only available through Amazon. Like it's official. Like it's not like some bootleg something or else. Oh wow. It's it's official through. Through, uh, I forgot the Rice Krispies parent company, uh, Kellogg's. I'm pretty sure it's Kellogg's. I'm oh, sorry, wow. I just had a total brain fart. But it's <laughs> like it's in a it's it's the real deal, but it's not in stores. It's only at least I haven't seen it in stores. It's only through Amazon. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, I gotta check that out then. 
So. Man. All right. So <laughs> let's get into reviews. Um, all right. Let's see here. Where do you want to start? Uh, let's let's start with the book. We'll get that out of the way. Okay. What did you What did you think of it? It was weird. Um, <laughs> a lot of jargon. Uh, what would you ca- What would you call this? This is like cyberpunk, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. This was this would definitely be like a precursor to cyberpunk. Yeah, that's what I got from it. Um, is this an old book? Yeah, eighties. I think. 80s. Yeah, I could early. Tell, like, Late late seventies, early eighties, I think. They're talking about ROMs and stuff like that. Like it just seemed like this was the Matrix before they made the Matrix. Right. I think that was the idea. And right. it got so bogged down in jargon. Like this is yeah. this is why I couldn't read a lot of other Star Wars extended universe books. Yeah. Because they would do the same thing with planets and names and aliens and I was like, mm-hmm. God, I can't follow all this crap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I that's yeah, that's exactly what I got from it. Um, but you know, it's I, I could I could see I, I knew it was an older series. I just didn't know how old and now it makes a lot of sense because you see a lot of this and a lot of sci fi um coming out of it, I imagine. Yeah. Um Yeah, yeah especially was... if this was set all before that, it makes total sense. Yes, yeah, it was uh eighty four it was published. Oh, okay, so then it then it came out after Blade Runner. That was the next one I was going to say. Right, but I'm not sure. Like, it was published in 84, but I'm not sure exactly when it was written. Okay, so it might have. Okay, yeah. So it could have it could have predated it by, by a couple of years. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was cool. Um, <laughs> I don't know what, what else really to say about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I got totally lost in a lot of it. <laughs> I, I was right there with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, All right, your turn. Pick something better. Okay. Well, kind of stay in the same thing I did last time. I was either going to do Hackers or a book called All Your Bases. All Your Base Are Belong to Us. Now, do you know what that are, that's a reference to? Yeah. I can't remember the name of the game, but it's an old it's it's an old English thing from, from an NES game. Yeah, from Zero Wing. Zero and, Wing, uh, that was it. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I, I looked at a list of, like best games about video game history and that was like top three um i was either gonna do that or like a dungeons and dragons like the history of dungeons and dragons like how all that came about um and how that was integrated into video games um a book called dungeons and dreamers so out of those three books i'll let you pick one of them uh we'll just go ahead and do all your base or belong to us okay so we're gonna do that and let me get the uh no you know what screw it let's do dungeons and dreamers we'll break a little uh, we'll do that uh, okay we're gonna do dungeons and dreamers and it is by where is it at let me pull it up i'm sorry it's by somebody (laughs) thank thank god for that oh why doesn't it okay david uh m ewalt so spell spell it E-W-A-L-T. E-W-A-L-T. Okay, sure. Yep. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, it's a, it's about um, the guy blah, the guy who created um, – God, I got to pull this up. Hold on. Sorry, I didn't have that one ready. You're looking for a Gary Gygax, I think. Gary Gygax and, and – there was I, – I can't remember the other guy's name. The guy who did Ultima Online. Yeah. Uh, the Ultima cr- games. Yeah, Gary. crap. Because he was in uh, – they talked about him in Masters of Doom too. 
He went to space. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that guy. Um, but yeah, so it's all about that. And it's all like just about how like, you know, every RPG we play today, mostly, um, has D&D in it, you know, when you roll the dice and stuff. Same thing in a video game. When you go to hit something, there's a percentile chance and stuff like that. A lot of RPGs just take exactly from that. Um, yeah. So, yep, that's the book. That's the one we'll, we'll read this week. Um, quick, man, tell me about your movies in Mighty Number no. 9. Yeah, uh, Mighty Number no. 9 plays like a fairly generic Mega Man game. Um, it's not it, – it doesn't suck. It's not great. Um, it's a – like if you had 20 bucks, okay – uh, I feel bad for everybody that kickstarted it because this is like this is tremendous. It's underwhelming. It, that's the perfect word for it. Is is yeah. completely underwhelming. That's what I've um, heard from virtually everyone. Yeah, it's like, like it was pitched as a Mega Man game, but it doesn't come anywhere close. Well, I mean, you get a Mega. It plays like a Mega Man game, but I mean, oh. that's not saying much. Like, gotcha. You gotcha. Know. See, I've never been in a Mega Man, so I did not know. Well, I mean, it's a side, it's a side scroller where you play as a robot that shoots out of his arm, and you fight other robots. Like, I mean, that's right. that's a Mega Man game. It's a platformer. Like, it's but but it's not it's not engaging. It's not interesting. It's right. It's just it just is, and that's nah. Sorry, uh, disappointed. Very disappointed. Yeah, I heard it just looks like almost like a flash game the way they did the the animation the way they did the the the, the audio is just kind of yeah 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 and, that's fair yeah but they didn't have enough money to do it like the sprites or whatnot like they used to do well that's because um, they tried to do it for every single platform literally right uh, right bummer all right so tell us other movies we don't have that much time uh independence day resurgence is like what happens if eight-year-olds who saw the first one immediately went out and sat in a sandbox and played with toys like they were making what happened next <laughs> okay that's exactly the best way to describe it and it ends on exactly that same kind of note you know so does it well tell me this does it end on a cliffhanger like we're gonna have a third one yes Oh, see, I knew they were going to do that. Yes. Uh, and it's like you're going to you will come away with this thinking kids wrote this. Which... Do they leave it open for Will Smith to ever come back? No, he's dead. Are we sure? Did they do they have his body? Uh, yes, they they've done a whole thing of like, oh, no, he died during a test flight. He's dead. He's gone. He's not ever coming. It back. wasn't like his test his aircraft went in and poofed into some wormhole or anything like that they have his body and no it smashed into the ground and exploded he died uh, <laughs> and well, they it exploded, so they didn't get his remains they is dead god see because okay. they and they covered that in on their on the website like in like all the little tribute videos and stuff they did like That's all so the press funny. hype yeah that was part of it like no he's dead and his kid and his his in-movie kid is about as charismatic as his real life kid Oh, that's horrible. Uh, now You See Me 2 was fun. Uh, it didn't have quite the heart of the original, which kind of made me sad, but it mm. was still enjoyable. Uh, the Conjuring 2 was creepy as hell. Oh, it was good, right? It was good. Yes. Um, and Central Intelligence was really funny. Central Intelligence oh, yes. is definitely worth a watch, and Kevin Hart and The Rock need to be in more movies. Oh, yeah. They worked really well together. Oh, they're doing Jumanji. Uh, maybe not that one. Why not? I'm just I'm against a Jumanji remake. Just oh, on, I don't not? care who's involved. I'm against it on principle. It's it's not our it's not we're I, not the I audience know. for that movie. I know. Like, I, it, it's just like the goosebumps to me. I actually saw that over the weekend again uh, with my nephew uh, and niece, 
they loved it. They're like, oh my god, it's a, a snowman. <laughs> like they, they absolutely loved it. Um, yeah. I was just, I kept thinking, yep, this is what the Rock and, I mean, if they're good at central intelligence, same chemistry in Jumanji would be fun, right? Yeah, I guess. I've, <laughs> I have no problem. I have no problems with them. I'm sure they will do well and it'll be fine. I'm just, it's just principle. You know what I want? I forget that movie, but imagine like a Jumanji, but they're in space. Uh, Zathura, they did that. It was awful. Yes, but do like a newer version of yeah. that. <laughs> Zathura, I've never heard of that. Yeah, Zathura. Yeah, they did that. Okay, like well, there we go. 15, Someone already thought of it. Yeah, it's like 15 years ago and it was terrible. Oh, okay. All right, well, we got to go. Again, you're listening to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. Go to our Facebook group, like us, share. All that good stuff. Um, email address is wegeekpodcast at gmail.com. Twitter is at wegeekpodcast, at the Logan Witt, at Adam Estep. And I'm getting a lot of follows by you guys, so that's been great. Um, uh, but yeah, man, uh, we'll be back next week, 9 o'clock Wednesdays, of course. Captain? Captain. Captain.